0: Ah, it's 80 in the morning. It's Magic 95.1 WAJI here on a Thursday. As always, thanks for hanging out with us, making us a part of your morning routine. I love it. Cat's back in studio helping me out. She'll be back both today and tomorrow. Lots to get to, so let's get to what's going on in our news. We're getting rid of numbers here in the state of Indiana, and I guess we're relying on colors. Indiana Governor Eric Holcomb says, you know what, stage five of our reopening, scrap it. Scrap it. it doesn't mean anything because we've had a run on capacity when it comes to hospitals. Right now, only 48 ICU beds are available in northeast Indiana's 11 counties. Nationwide, we're seeing runs on hospital capacity, which was the whole reason we shut down our nation to begin with. Our positivity rate in the Hoosier state is 10%, which is more than double what it was back in September. So what are we going to if we're ditching stage five coming up on November 15th? Governor Holcomb is going to sign a new executive order that will require tighter COVID restrictions for counties that are either orange or red on our state's COVID map which, of course, is based on positive test numbers. Holcomb says counties that are orange, by the way, Allen's orange, everything in our area is orange, we have no red in our area, will be limited to gatherings of 50 people or less. If we get to a red zone issue, we will be limited to gatherings of 25 people or less. Again, I don't know how you police it, and I don't know how it impacts restaurants.
1: I don't know that either, and I don't know are you going to go on every day and check this to see? I mean, I don't know.
0: Um, Yeah.
1: It's a- guideline i guess
0: it's to me it's like hey i have to do something but this won't change anything (laughs) right if you want my honest opinion that's what i don't
1: think it's going to be a huge impact anyway on what we do in our everyday lives i don't see the grocery stores like start counting how many people are coming in that's
0: they can't because they've got to make sure you get food i mean this is the whole issue that if you take us back to spring of this year so that's the latest I don't know what it means truthfully, but I feel like sometime the governor was like, we've had four straight days where we've had 5,000 tests or more of people testing positive. Sounds like I should say something. Sony's PlayStation 5 goes on sale today. There's two versions of it. I don't really know the breakdown, but I think mostly it comes down to memory capacity. There is a $400 unit and a $500 unit for Sony's PlayStation 5. Remember, Tuesday of this week, Xbox was first to release their Series X and S to the market this holiday season. Very excited about this because I get to play this tranquil music. Who's excited for it? Just me. I totally get it. (laughs) The Masters Golf Tournament. Begins today in Augusta, Georgia.
1: I have never seen you so excited about a news story here. I don't the know Masters. How, do
0: you know about? I mean, aside from me mentioning it, the two days you've been filling in, do you even know about the Masters? I mean, no, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm just honest with you, Andy. I,
0: I, I, I can't
1: I, get excited. Golf is so boring to watch.
0: Golf is the best sport to nap to.
1: Okay, oh, I agree yeah. with you on that. I do.
0: The Masters starts today. It's never been in the fall. It is a historic April or spring event. And so for the first time today, the traditions of Augusta, unlike any other, will be in the fall. <laughs> also, by the way, if you are a golf fan like me, of uh, mostly this golf tournament, it's uh, going to rain a whole bunch down there today. So they may not even play.
1: Wah
0: wah wah! <laughs> That's what's trending now with our Magic ninety five point one news. Sandy in the morning. It's Magic ninety five point one. All right. So, cats in studio. Look, deer have been in the st- in the news. Yesterday, a deer was in an elementary school or a middle school. That's here,
1: That's crazy, right? Well, I have almost hit a deer almost every day this week, every day, and I just think. I know everybody's combining so they're moving but it's also like mating season I guess for the deer so their hormones are all is, is it now okay yeah so then you
0: give birth in the spring is that the theory
1: I don't know the anatomy of a deer I just know that deer hunting I mean is coming up generally around Thanksgiving um, but I don't think you're gonna if you go out and hunt a deer this year I don't think you're gonna have any problem hitting a deer because or getting one and bringing one home because they're crazy everywhere
0: here's my thing about deer look i've never been hunting guy i wish i have i don't i've never gone i probably i will kind of want to go once but i, I don't really have a whole goal of freezing on top of a tree covered in urine because <laughs> that's really what you do you gotta smell like pee to attract them and somebody finally told me after years of making that analogy they're like andy you don't put the urine on you you put it at the base of the tree you're sitting at right. and i'm like okay got it but oh. deer ki- there's the deer roadkill waiting list what So I might have to have a listener help me on this because I'm going to get it about 70% right. So our number is 260-467-9500. Yeah, there's like the, it's run by the county. And basically if you hit a deer.
1: Me, hit a deer.
0: That's your deer. uh Oh, But if you don't claim it because you speed off, you don't call the cops, you don't let people know that there's a deer you hit. Yeah. Then um, eventually someone will find it and it becomes like this roadkill waiting list for venison or taxidermy reasons. People line up for the unclaimed deer that get hit by cars.
1: Well, I mean... If it's fresh. I mean, I have heard of people eating roadkill, but I didn't know there was a waiting list for deer. Is is
0: anybody listening, can you chime in on this? Because I've heard this over the years. Andy, in the morning, hi. Can you tell me how much of this story have I gotten right about the deer roadkill waiting list? You're not too far off. Uh, For people that want venison but don't want to be cold on top of a tree covered in urine, (laughs) they can put themselves... On a list where if somebody hits a deer and the deer is salvageable, then you can go pick up that deer to either process it yourself or have it processed so that you can have venison without the the expense and freezing conditions yeah. and urine smells of deer hunting. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, so how do I get on it? Like, do you just call, like, hey, the county deer dead
1: <laughs> Number, yeah. yeah. Where's so this there, waiting list? So I want to say the state police has a list, but you can also call the sheriff's department. Yeah, ah. both of them. Yeah,
0: the there we go. That's both what doesn't I like.
1: work. The traffic.
0: All right, hey, cool. Thank you for the call. I appreciate it. See, I told you. There's a there's the deer roadkill waiting list.
1: That is crazy. I've never heard of that. But you mean if you think about it, it's five hundred dollars for meat, basically. I mean, that's what my cousins have told me. Hey, we're eating a deer. When I go get it, we are eating it for the entire year it doesn't matter if you killed it by a bullet or by your Your toyota (laughs) Toyota.
0: andy in the morning it's magic 95.1 WajI, cats in studio as always thanks for hanging out with us i want to get to the pfizer vaccine here in just a second because there's a i don't know an optimistic tidbit that i want to share that's in the news today But while coronavirus gets a ton of love and uh, and, in the media, because it's the one that's new, right? It's the it's the shiny object in the room. Yes. I just found this interesting. It's still a threat, right? COVID. But it's not the most dangerous virus in the world. That dubious distinction belongs to rabies. What? Rabies is the deadliest virus. Nearly 100 percent of people who get infected with rabies will die from it.
1: Oh, really? Making
0: it the most lethal virus known to science. And I'm sitting there going, man, that doesn't get talked about.
1: Not at all. I mean, unless
0: you're a dog and you have to get a little tag that says you got a rabies shot every
1: year. You yeah. have to get one of those. So
0: I'm like, I don't even know. Like, do I? Did I get a rabies shot? Like, is that part of my childhood inoculations?
1: Like your animals get the rabies shot. Right. I don't think you do.
0: Right, but but if you get bit by a dog with rabies, no bueno
1: really it is a death sentence
0: yes yeah, that's I, that's what I'm saying. I did not this dubious distinction belongs to rabies Rabies is the deadliest virus. nearly 100 percent of people who get infected with it and die from it. I'm I... like stop it. is that
1: true? That's amazing. I thought when you said this when you teased this I thought you were going to talk about HIV because growing up HIV was the most deadliest absolutely uh, yeah it was a death sentence now you
0: find ways to live with it. The reason why I think all this is interesting is you need to be able to digest information in your own way. So the Pfizer vaccine earlier this week, nobody really knew, like 90% effective. That's kind of a big deal. We didn't know that was because to me, that sounds like an A minus when you tell me you're, you know, I think you'd want 100 percent effective. But right. 90 is actually somewhat of a win. There's an Oxford professor. I think he's an American professor, but he's teaching in Oxford talking about the vaccine and if this Pfizer one will work. And he's the first person on record. Here's the optimism that says if it gets distributed the way it should get distributed, we could return to a version of normal by spring. Here's the audio.
1: So do you think we could have more than one vaccine being rolled out before the end of the year?
0: Yeah, or early in the new year. It's very close because there's no other really obvious way to get on top of
1: this thing. Do we now say with confidence that life should be returning to normal by spring?
0: Yes, I'm I'm probably the first guy to say that, but I do. I, I will say that. Isn't that crazy? There you go.
1: I just, I I guess I never really thought about it, but I didn't realize there was more than one company going to get this vaccine who gets it first. And then is it just that company that comes out with it first that like with other vaccines? Is it just the one that came out with it first that you see on the market or are there other types of vaccines?
0: There's going to be others. Yeah. That's like Lily's working on one in Indy. They're just not winning the race that Pfizer's winning. Again, yeah, I mean, this is
1: so you're going to have a choice of which brand of vaccine that you get.
0: Well, this one's testing the best and appears to be the most effective after test three. The only thing you don't know about the vaccine that's in the news this week is how long it lasts because it hasn't been around long enough to know. Like they always tell you the flu shot. You got to get it once per flu season. It lasts once per year. Whereas though, when I've grown up, I got what my measles vaccine. I yeah, got and it you once.
1: Get and you get boosters along yeah. the way,
0: but once you get, some of them, you get one and done. I don't believe this new one is a one and done-er.
1: I don't think so. But either. I also
0: don't think anybody knows. Hasn't been around long enough to anybody to know. Right. Hasn't been given to enough people for anybody to know. But there you go. But at least it's not rabies. <laughs> It's Andy in the morning. It's Magic 95.1. That was Stevie Wonder there. Have I shared with you, Kat, my Stevie Wonder story? Oh, boy. No. I actually have one. I kid you not. (laughs) This is so true. And it's such an Andy story.
1: Did you meet him?
0: Kind of. Oh, yeah. In a very embarrassing way. So here's this, here's a true story. So for some who know the history of me is I was on like nah, 17, 20 years ago. I was on like Live with Regis and Kelly at right. the time. You were co-hosting. Co-hosted with Regis uh, before his passing and while Kelly was on maternity leave. Now her youngest son is like 17, 18 years old, which tells you exactly how long ago I co-hosted because <laughs> that's why I was there. Right. Long story short is after that, I went to Los Angeles to try to like capitalize on it, you know, because right? I just would have had a thousand regrets if I didn't. Right. And so I went out there and I took odd jobs and I worked on movie sets and I at one point was Warner Brothers security. <laughs> and <since you're>, everybody <laughs>, laughs at that. Uh, I kicked Paula Cole, the recording artist, off the lot and she was like the featured musical guest playing at a like charity tribute that night. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. So I have a ton of LA stories. But my Stevie Wonder story was I actually lived in an apartment complex three blocks away from Warner Brothers Studios and so the complex was so close to like the studios that sometimes I didn't know this till later like acts that were going to be on the tonight show or going to be filming on the, the lot the next day they they actually own properties in my apartment complex so that people oh. would sort of stay there because of so close proximity it's closer than any hotel right and so I am in my apartment complex and they have a lot of outdoor like um, courtyards right because right? California doesn't rain I'm outside I kid you not I had a lot of of anxiety out there. I didn't know how long my money was going to last. I didn't know when I was going to come home hat in hand. Right. And I ended up, so like, I don't know. I was, it might have been 11 o'clock at night. And I was like working out in the courtyard. Just doing anxi- push-ups? Push-ups, sit-ups, okay. anxiety. Because I didn't know what to do. I couldn't sleep. Ding, the elevator opens. And it's two men escorting a third man out of the elevator. And it is Stevie Wonder. What? And that I go, is. Because so you, cool. you see, you see, you see got the, the hair, yeah. the glasses, he's kind of having the pajamas. <laughs> and so I kid you not, this is only I would do this. Is I didn't want to yell, Hey, how are you? Stevie Wonder. <laughs> right. Because it's eleven o'clock at night. I was so I was trying to be quiet. So I waved.
1: Oh, Andy I waved at oh. Stevie Wonder. Hey, man, what's up? Hey, how are you? Oh, Andy. And
0: the two handlers that were with him just go and look at me and shake their head. With so <laughs> of much they to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, see you
1: tomorrow to oh. a blind person.
0: Shh. Yep, that's what I did. I waved at a blind Stevie Wonder. Duty, huh? <laughs> what did your kids end up hiding from you? I was talking to a buddy of mine. He's got kids younger than mine, and they're trying to get the pacifier away from his son. And you know, it's at that age where you're kind of like three and you still have a pacifier, and they're like, all right, we got to get rid of that thing. And so uh, he's like, well, it's funny. My son, Andy, ended up uh, hiding it from himself because he got so scared that the parents were going to take the pacifier. The kid hid the pacifier, and now they can't find it, and (laughs) so problem solved.
1: God, that's and I,
0: think I had a similar story to myself growing up. My parents tried to take the pacifier away from me. And man, I was good with a binky. I could make it twirl and do tricks. Look at this tongue. Binky action was amazing. Uh, but eventually my parents are like, dude, you're like five. You got to get rid of that. And so uh, I, I did the same thing. I hit it. So this morning we were talking about things like. Kids end up hiding from their parents, but sort of in a lighthearted way. For example, like sometimes the Internet will chime in on stuff like this. What did your kids hide from you? There's a story about a son who ended up uh, building a bong in his high school welding class and hid it in his car. Once the parents discovered it, the son then tried to tell his parents it was an old timey stove. That's not right. <laughs> Things you've hid from your parents. A young girl brought a kitten home without telling her parents because she thought they would disapprove, hid it in a closet for three days. My friends and I were able to get 25 cases of Miller High Life when we were in high school and we hid it in our parents' basement. And we thought by just throwing a blanket over the booze, we would able to keep it hidden from them. That didn't work. Stories of uh, parents discovering things that kids were trying to hide from you is our topic this morning. Two six zero four six seven nine five hundred. 9500 By the way, you mentioned the, the liquor cabinet thing. Yeah,
1: the liquor cabinet. That was something growing up that my friends and I, we would get into the liquor cabinet, the peach knobs, anything clear dump it out and then put water in it so we would hide that so to speak. See, I never
0: did any of that stuff. I was a goody two-shoe. I don't even know if we had much booze in our house growing up. I think I saw my dad drink a beer once at our house. Like once. It was you just done it was good.
1: anything? I've like, never
0: um, You
1: didn't break the rules? Bend the rules? I was a pretty good
0: I was a small town Angola kid. I played sports and if like you got busted with booze it was like front page, Herald Republican headlines. Like it was a big deal. Like so like <laughs> we didn't do it. Uh, to this day I'm still scared of my parents. To this day i have four 40-year-old man and I still get scared about disappointing my folks. You
1: didn't get kicked off the cheerleading squad or anything if you were caught with booze where I was from. No. You didn't get Oh no. my gosh, no, that was a
0: big deal and like again, the social currency when I went to school was sports. I feel like it's less now. feel like less of your social currency has to do with a lot of those things because kids don't aspire to those things they want to be youtube stars now and they want to go invent (laughs) apps it has nothing to do with like making the mba or anything sandy in the morning what did you catch your kids hiding from you go ahead
1: yeah my daughters got slime they were playing with it in their bedroom and got it in the carpet. And in order to hide it, they spat on it. <laughs> oh, oh, my God! Eventually, they did stand up. So not only was it in the carpet, it was also stuck to their nightgown. I
0: remember bringing up a similar topic in the past on the radio. And here, here's talk about things hidden in your room. The kid was having trouble being potty trained. Mm-hmm. So went number two, but was embarrassed about it. So he hit it. Oh, hit, no. it hit it in the vent in their room oh, oh because they didn't oh. want it yes that's the worst type of hiding well
1: i mean what? the instinct oh. is find a hole and oh, bury it yeah they, the said, they said they said it was
0: it was about a week and then they tried to work on like not shaming the kid on potty training right. because man the parents paid the price that's hey, a great story and thank you for the call andy in the morning hi. the things your kids hid from you go ahead
1: I used to work at an elementary school, and so this wasn't my kid. This little girl, she told me at lunchtime that she had a turtle in her pocket. Oh, gosh. Well, she pulled it out of her pocket, and it was a real, live baby turtle.
0: As opposed to, like, something you thought would be stuffed or, like, a keychain or something.
1: Yeah, or a picture she made me. And she goes, I found it at the bus stop this morning, and I kept it in my desk all morning long. All morning oh, long. Bro.
0: What did you end up doing with it, by the way?
1: Right. So, I love turtles, so I took it from her. <laughs> and I was like, you can't <laughs> you keep your or, turtle. You can't <laughs> eat it in your pocket.
0: Thank you for the call. I love it. I appreciate it. Sandy in the morning, it's Magic 95.1. Cats in Studio, as always, thanks for hanging out with us. Remember, between 9 to 5, that's when you're going to get qualified three times every day to eventually win a chunk of the grand prize, which we give away daily as a share of $25,000. From Darlington Holiday Warehouse, we call it My Christmas Bonus. We'll be doing that again at 8.10 this morning from all those who got qualified yesterday. And of course, if you know the Darlington word of the day, you have a chance to double your money. All right, Hollywood news, let's do it! Here's this for a tease. By the end of this segment, you're going to get a new Britney Spears song. You're welcome. Arnold Schwarzenegger went to a cemetery yesterday to pay tribute to the veterans buried there. And he was upset to see so few people there. So he bashed people on social media for showing up for pol- at, to political rallies in the thousands. But no one even bothers to show up to honor real heroes on Veterans Day. Which, sidebar, um, I thought yesterday was great on social media. You heard me talk about this this morning. I think social media has a few days where it wins. Yes. I think it's like when kids are in cute Halloween costumes. It wins. It wins. Sometimes when girls are in cute Halloween costumes.
1: (laughs) That's not what you Uh, were going to say. That wins.
0: (laughs) But like Christmas morning wins or family pictures, that's when I think social media wins. And so I think Veterans Day to show family members who served previously, that's another day where social media can win. So good. Kelly Cuoco, who thinks the creators of the Big Bang Theory gave her and Johnny Galecki more romantic scenes after they broke up in real life just to mess with them. And I'm here to tell you, if I wrote on that show, that's exactly what I would do.
1: <laughs> more scenes together, Morse. more scenes hooking up after yes. you guys Oh, you broke guys are, up. things are a little tense. Let's see how good
0: you act. Let's make out. <laughs> Matthew Morrison, you remember him from Glee? He was the teacher in Glee. He is, I do, you know, I do. Where you're like, where is he? Where did he go? Matthew Morrison is going to play The Grinch in a two-hour musical special on NBC in December. It'll be a theater production, but in past, those things have been live. It's not going to be live this year. Oh, it won't? So, But it'll be like more, it'll still be and feel like a theater production. It just won't be. Live. Because there's going to be no audience. Like right. sometimes there, yeah. <laughs> Britney Spears says she's not going to perform again as long as her father is in charge of her career. And earlier this week, it was confirmed dad is still in charge. Like, judges are not overturning it based on Britney's mental capacity.
1: And I just think that's crazy. She's, what, almost 40, 40 years old, and she's not in charge of her own career, her own life?
0: I don't know that she can make smart decisions, Kat. I've seen her in interviews, and it's like she doesn't know where she's at. If you can't tell me up from down, and if you have trouble from getting the letters from A to Z, I don't know.
1: I, I see where you're coming from on that, but I'm telling you there's been somebody behind the curtain pulling the strings on her since like she turned sixteen, ever since hit me, baby, one more time. Sure.
0: I yeah, I think it's I think it's an interesting debate at what point you should be in charge of yourself, but I don't know that she can prove that she can. Brady Spears, however, speaking of not being in charge of her career, <laughs> is releasing a new single that's only available at Urban Outfitters Gosh. today. Here we go. This was like the soundtrack of my youth. Like right. boy bands and Britney Spears. NSYNC, and, and, Britney yes, Spears, yes, Justin Timberlake. Absolutely. That's what's happening in Hollywood.
1: Waking up northeast Indiana since 2004. It's Andy in the Morning, now on Magic 95.1.